And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. Um, okay, before we get into fun rest of stuff, I want to re-roll the robe of many useful items because it's been the source of great hilarity to me personally. And I want to make sure that it's still being used. So the pit was used and the portable ram was being used. So now we need to determine how many... Yeah, it was... Yeah, the, the hole and... Yeah. Okay. So roll 4d4 for me. And while I'm doing this, if Sean or UK has any questions uh, about their characters or anything, I'm happy to deal with that as well. Um, right. Have you done like a, a summary, just update as to where we are? I've completely forgotten oh, yeah. the situation. Sam, uh, yeah. one, one second. Which one's to roll again? 4d4. 4d4. Um, you just made a mess of the facility that seemingly is melting something hold on sorry 44 you said oh it was the beds it was all the beds wasn't it yeah and then we opened those big gates because they seem like we decided uh, that was 40 10 right? <laughs> okay 10 okay yeah, sweet. so that means oh good rolls though well the extremities of rolls. So that's 10, so eight, because you've used two items already. So that means, uh, I'll do a recap. Actually, I'll get you guys to tell me what you remember and I'll fill in the gaps, because it'll be funnier that way. So now I need you to roll eight D100s uh, Aranus. One D. So eight D100s. Okay, so one, two, three. Four, one, two, three, four. Okay, so do you have a pen or something to write this down? Uh, or I'm just gonna use you could, a, the uh, notes uh, app on your character yeah, sheet would also work. A computer. I feel like. Do you have a pen? Is a weird thing to say. You're right. That was a silly question, but you know, I <laughs> I originally did DMing in real life, and I'm still shaking off all of those habits. So if you go to your D and D Beyond character sheet in the notes section, where you've currently yeah. got all the random items I've made up, like poop yep. flasks and penis missiles just add to that uh someone's got a penis missile yeah exactly we had a penis missile uh ooh, okay. a, a this missile is cool. penis. in that case you've got a spell scroll of uh speak with animals yep and your next roll was a 40 so that means you have a wooden ladder that's 24 feet long <laughs> i don't know why i find that so funny um so that goes over there uh 43 which means you have another wooden ladder of 24 feet in length and then a 46 means a riding horse with saddlebags <laughs> That's and quite useful. Four. <laughs> and then a bag of 100 gold pieces to just use for stuff. <laughs> and then a third wooden ladder of 24 feet in length. <laughs> you could, like, build a small pyramid out of ladders. Uh, 36. A fourth wooden ladder of 24 feet in length. Yeah. And then uh, 35 is a two mastiffs 
<laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's a very ladder and sort of dog heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very an, of... animal and ladder heavy. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, I think your previous roles were better, to be honest, but these are funnier, yeah, so I'm okay much. with it. Yeah, I'm wait until I can utilize those uh, with the mothers. <laughs> We've got portable rams, man. We're fine. Uh, cool. So now, so speak louder, please. Uh, what, what are these? What are they? What are they um... Basically, before you joined your character, the half-orc named Smorgasbord and found them in the Many Things Incorporated lobby. Yeah, yeah. Before that, they were in a mage's secret lair, and this mage had a robe of useful items hanging in his or her inner sanctum. And, uh, what the fuck? I can't remember. Milksteak, uh, grabbed it, and basically when you grab a robe of useful items, it summons a series of randomly assigned patches, and each patch can conjure the corresponding item that we just discussed into existence at a moment in which you might say it would be useful. Okay. Precisely. Cool. In, in, that feels like forever ago. It oh, really yeah. quite was, yeah. I just yeah. remembered, I, I had a boat. Yeah, you had a <laughs> rowboat, yeah. Okay. Just, just in the before times. But I kind of um, like four ladders as a replacement for one boat. <laughs> I'm sure you could fashion a boat out of one <laughs> Although, to balance it out, I'm pretty sure last time you had less items overall, but they were more useful. Whereas this time, you rolled quite a high number of items, but there were a lot of duplicates. Mm. Okay, so what do you guys remember of this? Remember, you, you took a portal with Rick out of the... Uh, labyrinth that you'd arrived at by using the portal gun and Rick proceeded to turn into a tiny like doll that allows you to add I think plus 10 to your intelligence once per day and you were in a trash compactor very similar to like Star Wars style with a creature in it and you escaped and proceeded to like meander around this place eventually meeting up with some Intians that you recognized their race, but they didn't seem to recognize you. They took you to their leader, who seemed to understand that you were involved in the organization as One-Eyed Jacks, and then said, well, stay in our living quarters and I'll contact HQ to figure out what to do with you. You then proceeded to use that time to investigate their uh, facility, and you found a secret room that contained sort of... Uh, what were they? They were like nodes, like arcane exchange nodes that are meant to be part of a longer pipeline that I don't think you discovered the meaning of. Do you guys remember any of that? No, not really. The only thing I regret is that like that we didn't blow that up. I wish we had some explosives and shit and done something. I'm sure you had explosives, right? From the cog yeah. world. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure we did. Yeah, it was that's okay. But, but then and then then we open up these gates right and then we uh, uh left so we're standing in this just like mountains and shit outside yeah you're literally being chased out i think by well not chased but sort of chased because you opened these gates and left in the middle of the night and slowly alerted people to your presence and then successfully <laughs> deceived deceived one of them into thinking that everything was fine and he ran away 
and then that's where we are at the moment you're leaving this facility out into a snowy landscape so that's where we rejoin the action um do you continue running ahead with this facility behind you yeah i i still feel like there's something up with these entians and yeah. and with those cog people you know with all that weird mission that went sideways and all that so I, I think we should get away what what's outside like because at the moment we can't really see what's uh to the left um let me see if i can find you a representation like other side of the gate basically what can we what see? you see is a and i will show you a new map you see a snow-covered landscape high up perched on a series of kind of they seem like platforms like mountain plateaus but hugely separate like they're not part of a mountain range it's just a series of plateaus i'll, I'll show you a little bit of what i mean you can't see very far because it's still kind of snowy out here so your visibility is somewhat limited but you see like a cliff edge right beside you and you can tell that the the, plat the rocky platform that you're on is high up and not particularly wide. What, what's the platform? How big? I still don't quite understand the, where we are. Yeah, okay, so imagine here, right? Behind you is the okay. facility. You're about 30 oh, feet away. Okay. You're 30 feet away. And this is what you see when you left it. Okay. And we can just progress down the hill or something down? or. Uh, it's kind of like um, a hill, but it's more like a... Like a plateau, like the top of a of a oh, thing. So, so is there is there somewhere uh, I can see that I think we can like hide? Because I feel like we need to just like get behind somewhere and hide so we can talk about what the fuck we're doing. Because they're on our heels, isn't it? And yeah. they still chase so me. You get the sense yeah. that they are pursuing you, but you don't know how far they intend to do so. So let, let's let's find somewhere to like to, to hide. Can we we have a look around? Make a survival check place. to determine hiding spots, please. All of us. Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! Great. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Good. So, Asker, you're a little distracted by how cold it is, and you suddenly remember you fashioned a piece of warm clothing out of a bedroll that would be appropriate for this circumstance, and. Milksteak, you're seemingly sort of like uh, distracted by this sudden change in environment from a warm, spurious facility to the drenching cold. Whereas Schmogus Borden, his bulky form hasn't even felt the cold yet, and he notices immediately that there is a sheltered area roughly in this direction. There's like a, uh, it, it's up against a cliff that goes from this platform up, so you could probably get some shelter there. Like the okay. lee, All the right. lee of a mountain. Let's go get some let's shelter. Leg it. Yeah, let's yeah, leg let's it. Do. We'll hide, regroup. We'll get over the the incidents that just occurred, and we'll we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, let's figure this out. Okay, with the twenty three survival, Schmogs Borden can find a a nook where you appear to be uh, hidden from your pursuers. So you can all roll stealth with advantage to try to throw them off the scent. Oh yeah, natural Ooh. 20 from Asker. 
suddenly focused oh, yeah. now that he's put on his bedroll jacket oh. he just dives into the snow <laughs> i'm glad that that was with the advantage that yeah we've got a 13 sure. from smogus borden who's still stoked at his ability to find this location and is jumping up and down with joy and then we've got a four from milksteak but luckily it's a group check so the natural 20 and the 13 are enough that you've managed to throw off your pursuers as you see them sort of go roughly in your direction circle around a couple of times and then head back to their warm facility their robes don't appear to be snow appropriate good, good, good. right well i'll start by putting my uh, snow gear on you all have that previously, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I made you some, bro. Oh, yeah, yes, you did. Where would Good it man. be? Mm, I don't think you would have added it to your inventory. It was more like a narrative no. description. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely oh, okay. cherished it. It's up to me to keep it up here. <laughs> <laughs> you need a very uh, good user. So, okay. so what, 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 what do we do now then? Because we just, we just punched a few of them and, and ran. So we did don't want to go back. But yeah, I, I sort of did. I f yeah. We, we uh, tactically disposed of one in sauerkraut container as far as I remember. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're probably going to frown upon that a bit. Um, <laughs> you think? Yeah. You disposed of one what? in sauerkraut containers? When did that happen? You don't remember. Yeah, I remember, like, I saw one sneaking up, like, uh, walking towards them. Oh, no. He came up and talked to me, and I convinced <laughs> him that I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm just uh, hanging out. You should go look for whatever that was. So he walked, wandered over to the other side towards them. So I snuck up behind him, punched him in the head, and then we took him into the kitchen and put him in a sauerkraut container. Oh, yes. Sorry. I thought you meant chopped him up into little pieces and put him in small jars, but it was like a big barrel <laughs> of like food storage. That would have been that would have been better, wouldn't it? That would have been they would yeah. they wouldn't have found him for days. It would have been no. much more time consuming, though. And you guys were essentially scurrying around an unknown facility, you know, in the middle of the night. I'm sure there's a spell that would have done. Vague feeling that they weren't—they weren't that aggressive towards us, were they? Like we were. Done at all? They're just weird and sneaky. It's like yeah, they're lying. Yeah. They're, they're hiding shit, and there's something that they don't—they're not telling us. Something not and quite I don't right. Like when it, because when everything went sideways at that at that uh, HQ, and with how nothing was what we thought it would be at the cog people's place mm -hmm. and, and now now he needed to contact hq to see what to do with us like what's that mean do with us yeah. i don't trust that I mean, guy I'm, at all i am intrigued as to, to see what they were planning because it might it's like that episode of simpsons where we might have ruined like heaven by by being too suspicious but um <laughs> yeah it's not worth going back to find out i mean maybe we can go back but we'll, maybe we sneak back in or something i don't know if we can but like and sabotage them yeah, or figure out who <laughs> figure figure shit out. What was that phrase? Like sabotage. Whatever. Oh, sabotage. Yeah. I thought you said habitat. Um, Habadash? Um, Make um, them hats. <laughs> Do we know at all what 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 time of the day is it? Uh, you can make another survival can check we... or an intelligence check, depending on which you prefer. 
they look to be the same. Okay. With a nine, you feel a little disoriented, and rightly so, by the fact that you went to a land of cogs and clockwork people, then went back to the dimension of the Many Things Incorporated headquarters, or presumably headquarters, then used a portal gun to go to a different dimension, presumably, and then came to this dimension. So your understanding of the time zone changes is a little muffled. So you would say, if this place has a day-night cycle, it's day? Hmm. You can also Makes all make uh, you can all make a perception check at this point. As you've huddled in the lee of this cliff to gather your faculties somewhat. Whole phrase. Oh god. Wow. Yeah, okay. So Asker and Schmorgus Borden are just kind of rubbing their hands together, going, Whoo, it's cold. And Milksteak is thinking, Yeah, it is. And, oh, there's a cliff over there. You basically see this far. Mm-hmm. So that's all you notice. Let's, let's go and spectate. Let's go and see if we can uh, see more around us. Figure out, is there like a town anywhere? Nearby? The high <laughs> Always needs the high ground. Yeah. So, yeah, we can walk around the kind of perimeter of the cliff. Yeah, and just sort of scout and see what else we... Uh... Okay, give me one second. A bridge across a chasm. Is it chasm or is it a chasm? I'm going to put my money on chasm. (laughs) But I am willing to put that money at risk. I am, you could say, confident. Or confidant. I am also that if you have any salacious details you want to share with me. I mean, I'm, I'm just full of, full of great, great word knowledge. I can tell. I can see that. that. I, the fact that I said word knowledge as well. Is, you know, <laughs> this is good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing okay. this again. I've, I've missed this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> just talking shit. Okay, so uh, does it look rickety? Like, do we sense that we should probably pass one at a time, or should we just go kind of? Like, okay, give me a tinkering check. It? Which is basically uh, oh, your that? proficiency modifier added to your dex- intelligence modifier. I think. What do we do when we get you to do a tinkering oh, yeah. check? Yeah, it's that. It's like, yeah. So it's okay. On... And Schmogsborden and Milksake, you arrive at this rickety bridge. Would you like to do anything or think anything or make an, an interesting character announcement? Uh... Um, I'm trying to run what's on this side, if it's possible to see what's what's mm-hmm. on the right. Just look at what's other side of the bridge. Can I see it, or it's like really uh, long? Visibility okay. in this sort of light snow and cloudy overcast is not great, but you can see about that far. Okay. Okay. I did my roll. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh yeah, with the twenty-four, you are confident that this bridge is not super strong. One at a time is probably advisable. It's kind of hard to tell, but these ropes are fatigued. So they've reached the point of weakness where they're a little unpredictable. They might be fine for 100 crossings or 10 crossings or one crossing. You've determined that you're in danger. Okay. I think we send the lightest first. 
I mean, which is me or Arunas? Which one of us I'm, is? I'm a halfling. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a gnome. The gnome would be lighter. Yeah, you go. Halflings okay, are robust, I'll... cider drinking meaties. Nice. Just like Shall one we, um, Should we try like a rope that. around you as you go, in case it falls? That's good. I like that. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Let's not just send you in there in some sort of uh, canary. Yeah, I mean, it would, it, it would, after all of this, it would kind of suck if I end up um, dying uh, just because just I fell into a, yeah, a, yeah. a, a chasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you tie the rope. It's not a difficult thing to do. Is the half-orc Schmorgisborden holding the other end? Yes. Okay. Cool. Give me... Right, I'll, uh, you're going to cross. Okay. Give me... A stealth yeah. check, please. Is that me? Uh, no, that is the crosser. Asker. Okay. Ooh, with an eight. Jesus an unseen Christ. presence examines the horizon. Hmm? Nothing happens so far. Uh, what <laughs> would you like to do now that you're halfway across the bridge? Uh, keep walking. <laughs> Look, these boots are made for you. <laughs> okay, you keep walking, and on the other side, as the sun, uh, the <laughs> the snow clears and the sun illuminates your path, you see an enormous white wolf, and everybody needs to roll initiative. Oh, oh my god! Oh, sorry, not yet. I didn't realize this was nice. wolf from last time. <laughs> that was a pretty bad stealth roll. If you were a little bit more stealthy, maybe the wolf would not have seen you. <laughs> um. Milksteak's good. That looks fine. Remember to select your icon. Schmorgasborden remembered. Well done. And Asker did too. I am very proud of all of you, frankly. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a big initiative roll. Okay. First to react is the Winter Wolf, who growls deeply and is going to step onto this side of the bridge tentatively and consider its range. And it is gonna make a survival check, which is wisdom survival. And it rolls a five, so it is a little spooked by the ricketiness of the bridge. And it is gonna take a step back from being on the bridge and sort of like hold its action. And you see it turn to its left and go, oh, and you don't really know what that's about. So now that is Asker's turn. I think we all know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> calling, calling for his buddies. Isn't it? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back because I'm going to run. Uh, let's see, how, where, where was I? I was here. I can go 30, right? So there's one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, well, you can check your character good. sheet. If you're a small creature like a gnome or a halfling, oh, sometimes yeah, it's 25. 20, 20. Yeah, it's 25. So down there I mean, is fine, right? You're still probably fine. Yeah, so like that. Because um, I feel like these uh, wolves he was owing for, they might be smaller. And uh, so they uh, might actually start just pounding on me on this bridge. So I'm thinking, let's 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 wait and see if we can, uh, you know, fuck them up. Okay. How big is this wolf? Uh, it is twice the size of... Of Schmorgasborden. It's big one. Oh, well. Sure, so it's pretty big then, yeah. Okay. 
well, that's uh, that's me. Okay. Um, in that case, it is Milksteak's turn. Uh, <laughs> what can we do with it? Uh, what What's the range of the wolf for the moment? Uh, how many of those? As in, how far how away is the wolf? Yeah, how, uh, how many how many feet is per per one square? Each square is five feet. Five. So, are we attacking it? What do, What do guys do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I feel like we're we're not gonna be able to go any further without uh, killing it. I reckon. I'll try to ice knife him. <laughs> I love every time I hear that spell now because I was just editing the episode in Rick and Morty's dungeon where <laughs> Schmorgisbord and ice knifed the pile of vomit and killed like four cultists <laughs> and maybe slightly milksteak as well. <laughs> And then after that fight, you discover a barrel that's open containing an oily yellow liquid. And immediately, Milksteak's like, oh, I drink it. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. It was great. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. So with a 16, you hit. Wow. So it's, it's eight piercing damage and it's eight cold damage for both the thing that you hit and everything within five feet of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just double check. Yeah, you see the knife impact. It flies out of your hand, conjured from the cold air around you, and impales it in the sort of chest, shoulder area, and you hear it go... Lovely. Cool, you do 16 damage. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Cool, Shmogus Blood. Ice knife! Love it. I got rid of ice Too tempting. I swapped that out. Um... I do have my other my other favorite, which is like Moonbeam. Trying to work out how range. And your ass gets moon. frostbite. So range area is 120 feet range. That's how far away, right? And five feet mm -hmm. area is five feet around it. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna moonbeam it. Nice, nice. So does it need to make a saving throw, or do you need to make an, a spell attack roll? Uh, a silvery beam of pale light shines down a five foot radius, 40 feet high, so to all the spell ends, dim light field. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn, is engulfed in ghostly flames, it must make a constitution saving. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much damage if successful. Okay, what's your DC? It'll say on the spell tab at the top of that tab. It's got attack slash save, and it says con 14. Is that right? Okay, 14. Uh, it rolls a 16 constitution save, so it saves, and it says half as much on a successful save. Is yeah. that what it said? So roll 2d10. Oh, perfect. That You can just do that. That was perfect. Um, so that's 12, so that's 6 <laughs> radiant damage. And I think basically that stays there as long as you remain concentrating on it, I think. Uh, yeah. On each of your turns, you cast this spell. You can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. Perfect. Okay. So, but you are concentrating because it should say at the top concentration. And that means. Oh, yeah, that's, that's concentration 14. So it does say concentration? Cool. So that means I'll put a little blue dot there so that we remember. So that means if you take damage, you need to make a constitution saving throw to maintain concentration on the spell. 
Cool. Next up is the Winter Wolf, and you notice another Winter Wolf enters the frame, and it is going to make a survival check to determine what it thinks about the the bridge, and it does not like the bridge, so it's going to step off it worriedly <laughs> and just sort of like pace back and forth. This other one is going to make another Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage, but it still rolls a 12, so it is going to step on. So that is 5... 10, 15, 20. Wow. 25, 30. Okay, so it's basically going to be... It is going to try and (laughs) run past you. So that means Asker gets an attack of opportunity. If you would like to... to Uh, uh, Yeah. Do do I get to use spells for that? Or is it just like a punch? I think some... if If you take a certain feat then you can use spells as an attack of opportunity, but traditionally, no, it's a, it's like your weapon, your your sword attack, that kind of thing. Okay. But uh, next well, time you level up, which will probably be soon, just remind me and we can talk about that feat that allows you, I think, to do that. That would be sick. Um, but anyway, then I guess instead I will use my... Um, uh, can you use a crossbow as well, or is, is it you could actually you you could totally use a crossbow, yeah. Because then I will use my crossbow, uh, and uh, yeah, I'll just use a regular arrow for this, not one of the thingy. Cool, cool. Oh yeah, that definitely hits for five piercing damage. As you see, the quarrel embeds itself in its lower left flank. Yeah, bitch, take that. It still looks like it's aimed. How does that work? Like, can I aim for the? Do I get? Do I roll like at a disadvantage or something if I aim? How does that work? What for a specific part of the body? Yeah. Yeah, it's called a cold shot. It's not at disadvantage, but they get plus five to their AC because you're essentially limiting your hit area to a smaller area. Okay, cool. So if you, for example, on that roll, you might have succeeded if it had an AC, for example, of fifteen then you would add 5 to it, and because you rolled 20, you would hit and get to do whatever that area does. Mm. Okay. Cool. cool. Uh, is that the... That, that was just an attack of opportunity, so it's this thing's turn. It is going to take a munch on, I think, m- milk steak. I, th- I didn't think this thing could cross a bridge, and I thought we were just going to stand there all day attacking it from a distance. <laughs> Okay, so you need to make a dexterity saving throw as cold breath emits from this thing's jaws all over you, Milksteak. Okay, with a 12, you make the save, so you only take uh, 8 cold damage as the icy breath engulfs you. Hmm? What was that, sorry? Good, good. Um, That is the end of its turn. I think it's... Its companion was too scared, so now it's Asuka's turn. Okay, let's see. We need to make sure we kill... So in case the other one is going to catch up soon, we need to fuck this guy up. Uh, I'm going to do a level 3 lightning bolt. Uh, Level 3, i just cast it, yeah? Because it's... Ooh, that sounds spicy. Lightning bolt! Push. Okay, so it oh, needs wow. to make a dexterity saving throw. Wow. Oh, elemental ability. Is, is your sorcerer background uh, the dragon that's lightning? 
Yeah, bitch. Nice. I love it. I'm enjoying it greatly. I can't, I, I can't remember if it was one of Jade or whatever. Okay. So it makes the save. So it takes half of half of 30. So it takes 15 lightning damage. Wow. I assume you're targeting the close one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The one that's on our side. Uh, okay. Kasten. It's starting to look bloodied from a number of scorch marks, beam marks, and also quarrels <laughs> embedded in its flank. So it's looking messed up. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Oh, oh! Um, no. Okay, next up is Milksteak. Uh, also, just before Milksteak goes, Sean, if you want to double check your spell Moonbeam and see if you can move the target area uh, at all, then you might be able to continue concentrating and just redirect it. Like some spells allow you to like move them around. Um, I'm assuming yeah. Milksteak wants to cast a magic missile from your wand of magic missiles. Yeah. Since However, it's been a couple of days. it has been a couple of days. No, no, it hasn't. No. No, you haven't. You haven't slept, right? You you still got two charges left, so you can totally cast the amount of bolts that you've cast. I'm just letting you know that it regains charges when you each time the sun rises, right? And then you yeah. you roll to regain them. So that means. Oh, okay. I think two charges equals four darts in total. So you can... Yeah, uh, how, many... how much for me showed what's left from the last time because I think last time I used five and I had two left. Yeah, if you have two charges left, then that's technically uh, a level one spell of Magic Missile, which contains three darts. And then if you use both yeah. charges, it's a level two. So would you like to use both charges or one? Yeah, both charges. Yeah, all the charges on that. Okay, so that's going to be four bolts. So you need to... Uh, but dot so you need to roll it two more times uh, two more. and I'll read Sean's moonbeam in a sec I mean Smorgasbordon's moonbeam <laughs> I'm rusty okay so three that's five six seven eight nine ten okay ten force damage nice and this is at the close one uh, yeah that's the one that's next to me Nice. Ten force damage as this enormous white wolf creature is peppered with white bolts of force and it seems to like almost be knocked off its feet by their impact. Is there anything else you would like to do? Is there anything else you no, want to do? Just look chilled, you know, okay. a bit shivering maybe. Okay, make a performance check. No. Did he say no? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so too. I'm like, dude. <laughs> like it has the potential to be cool. Like let's not, oh, natural 20. You basically managed to quickly fashion a leaning post out of snow. And because it's so cold, the snow instantly freezes and you're able to like lean on it and cross your legs and look casual in the middle of the fight. <laughs> See, worth it. Now you, now you don't want to say no to the role, do you? I know that was probably just a mistake of the mic, but it was quite funny. It, it, I, I was pretty sure he said no as well. Yeah. No. I don't want to do that role. Fuck off. All right, it's Schmuckers Pod instead. Not happening, dude. Yeah. Not happening. I roll when I choose to roll. <laughs> I'm gonna move my moonbeam down to this guy next to me. Oh yeah. Let me. Did you already find the thing that says you can do it? Yeah, I think so. It says. Um, yeah. On you each of your turns after you cast this spell, you can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. Dope. And you cast this at third level, right? Yeah. Okay, then you should have done three D10 instead of two. Oh, sorry. I thought it knew because I pressed it on that button. It would have done it automatically. It's clever, but it's not that clever. So let's let's roll 
you can click that pink thing that says 1d10 and we can do the retroactive damage firstly. Nice, four. So it continues to bleed from one of its beam wounds. Um, and then you can do your other... Uh, 3d10. Yeah, although I think it, it might have to make the save again. Um, let me just... Um, uh, when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or in turn, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Okay, so it, ne it needs to make another constitution saving throw. Uh, I can't assume a different form. Oh, a shape changer makes it saving throw with disadvantage. That's cool. Okay, so it's going to make another constitution saving throw, which it is going to fail. So it's going to take actual 3d10. So now you can click the 2d10 and the 1d10 and we'll add them together. Great. Okay, 19 damage. How do you Whoa. want this wolf to meet its demise? <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, well, Moonbeam, I think, reminds me of the Lost Boys. So it's going to explode. And for some reason, just because it reminds me of Lost Boys, I'm going to say... Death by stereo. <laughs> Maybe because both you and Milksteak were attacking from both sides. That's kind of stereo. <laughs> nice. And it's going to do that thing where Team Rocket like blasts off into the sky and then falls into the chasm. Yeah. Nice. Is that the end of your turn? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yes. Okay. Next up is the Winter Wolf. And it is going to make a check to determine how it feels about its brethren being destroyed. And it is not pleased, so it runs away. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Punk oh, Let's fucking hunt it down, because I was hoping to get some, like, <laughs> some, uh, like, fur and, and meat and stuff off of this one, but it fell into the castle, didn't it? Let's get over there. I'll, I'll I mean, te technically, that was just flavor. Like, it, it can still just it can still just be there. I, I was just being funny. <laughs> no, no, I, you know, if that's how he died, that's how he died. Okay, that's that's how it died. It's it's gone. You can chase the other one down. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that means that we need to go to the next person, which is Asuka. So only you get to use your movement. Where do you go? Uh, to here. Okay, so let me have five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Okay, you go to there. You can use your action to dash if you want to go further, but you see an extra amount of distance, which is about that much. Um, would you like to use your action to do your movement again? Uh, yes. Okay, pick a direction. You can make a survival check to see if you can track it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Badass. Okay, I mean, with a six, not, you can just take head. a guess. <laughs> He went, he went <laughs> that way. Okay. Uh, how many squares did you just move? Uh, one, two, three. Okay, oh, so you've got four? like two more, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, so... What you see there. is roughly that much. Oh, I see the edge of him. I see his butt. How much more movement do you have? <laughs> no, uh, that would be nothing. Okay, you've used your action and your movement, so you've got in good range of it, but you don't have any more. Unless you have a bonus action, I think that's all your stuff. Yeah, I do not. Yeah, I'm done. Cool. Milk stakes 10? Yeah, I'm going to follow uh, Askir. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Actually, yeah, you can go that far. All right, cool. Um, that's the end of your turn. Schmuggers Borden. Can I move that far as well, or is that am I taught? Am I bigger so I can't? 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 
15, 20. No, you have 30, you can right? you can get up to Asuka because you have five more than them. Oh, okay. Cool. Next up is the Winter Wolf, and it is going to attack, and you're kind of surprised as to why, but then you notice as the snow clears that it is backed up to a cliff edge. So it is a cornered animal and all bets are off. Um, so it <laughs> right. is going to snow breath all of you. So you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, jeez. Whoa. Rolling today is atrocious. Yeah, okay. it's, not, it's not going too well, is it? Milkstake makes the save. Uh, Schmogs Borden does not. And Asker. Yeah, sorry. I'm just so. Are you dead? <laughs> What's that? You're trying to find your dexterity saving throw? Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I missed that. I, I didn't think it. Uh, I was reading something because uh, I'm trying to remember how the sorcery points thing works. Oh, yeah. I can help you with that in a moment. So you make the save, Asker. It's just Schmorgasborden that fails. So Schmorgasborden is going to take 13 uh, cold damage. <laughs> And the rest of you are going to take six cold damage. Um, so that just happened. So that's what's that going to happen. Next up is Asker. Okay. 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 So here's my plan, though, right? I just want to double check that I can do this before I start doing shit. Mm -hmm. Because I have Quickened Spell as one of my, um, uh, mm -hmm. the, those meta magic things, right? Yeah. Sorcery points. Yeah. So. That means I can spend two sorcery points. Points. Uh, uh, so I spend a bonus action to cast a spell instead of a regular one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that's what Quicken right. Spell says, then that's but what it does. It, uh, sh sh uh, let me just copy paste it because it might very early that I misunderstood this. Hang on. Dush and then dush. So that's what it says in Quicken Spell. Okay, let me have a look. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And then I have also heightened spell, which says like that. So, so what I'm planning to do now, right, is to spend a total of five sorcery points because I have six. So I'm gonna use five, mm -hmm. uh, so that I, the first spell I cast, he will be at a disadvantage, and that will be my regular sort of action. Mm -hmm. And then I cast another one as a bonus action because yeah, that means I, I think it's twice right yeah so, i mean uh, it's kind of the the discussion about it is sort of like an, an open question but i think it's kind of when you cast a spell that has a casting time and you can spend two sorcery points and reduce one item with this cutting so heightened spell when you make one time for its first saving throw made against the spell so um let me give you a hold on one sec uh if i mean two spells one turn Okay, it's cost multiple spells per turn. Okay, you recorded the rules correctly. Oh, yeah, cool. For a caster to cast a spell on and another as an action in one turn, the conditions are described exactly. One spell has a casting time for one bonus action. You've not used a bonus action for anything else this turn because you can only take one bonus action per turn. Okay, so traditionally in the rules, they would they would limit it to being like your other spell that you cast during a double casting turn is a cantrip. But 
to be honest, I don't really, I never really liked that. So I'm going to go with, yeah, you can just cast two spells, whatever they are. You're, you're spending sorcery points. Let's, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to fill in the sorcery points because that's on a different page. Uh, and this is, sorry about all, all, all of this, by the way, right now, guys. It's just that I keep forgetting about the fact that I'm a sorcerer no, that has so, the whole sorcery point system. I've not been using that at all. I bought Fireball and then like, oh, I don't know what else I do now. So, but I, just because I'm finally starting to catch up with what I can do. Okay, so I'm going to do Lightning Bolt uh, on him. And mm -hmm. then he rolls at a disadvantage then. Sounds good. It's a dexterity saving throw against what DC? 14. He fails, so he takes 33 lightning damage. Skadoosh! Um, but you would, because you're close, you're within melee range rather than ranged range. So you would either need to take a step back so that you've got a bit of range, or you would need to... Actually, it's a lightning bolt. I'm not going to bother. So it's like... 33 okay. lightning damage but typically always remember when you've got a ranged attack you need to be at least mm. five feet away and when you've got a melee attack you've got to be within five feet or depending on the range of the weapon you're using so this thing takes a huge amount of black scorch marks all over its white fur making it clearly visible that it is injured now you can cast your second spell and then we'll get to sean you've fixed your character sheet uh, yeah all done nice I'll do a level two Scorching Ray. And this time it's not at a disadvantage then, because it's just the first spell, right? Yeah, based on the the heightened spell, it just makes the saving throw normally. But this also doesn't require a saving throw. It's ranged spell attacks. So this spell doesn't require saving throws. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Um, okay, cool. Your first ray hits, but your second two don't. So roll a d20 for the natural one. Uh, let me just make sure I rolled all of them. Make range. A three-year level. Okay, so it's it's still three. Okay. So sorry, I did roll a one. Roll one d twenty. Okay, with a seven, you managed to send the other two scorching rays down into the ground, and you watch them burrow into the snow. And about six feet down, they hit the ground, and you've got, incidentally, a really good estimate of how deep the snow is. And this thing looks Wind. burned on top of the lightning scorch marks with traditional scorch marks, and it's about, it's it's bleeding. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no. Milksteak's turn. Okay, so I'm not gonna ice knife him this time. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Can I do? No. Can I do? I can do this. The only thing now is cast the poison spray. Okay, constitution save. It fails, so it takes 10 poison damage as this spray of gaseous poison emits from your palms, engulfing the giant wolf in noxious gas, and it goes. <coughs> <laughs> Corona? Exactly. Is that the end of uh, your turn? Do you have yes. any witty quips before it goes on to Smorgasbord's turn? Um, no, I might move a little bit my character mm -hmm. just over here. So in case if he's going to do another frost attack, I'm going to be away. Cool. Next up is Smorgasbord and with the newly interactable character sheet. <laughs> that took a lot of effort. It was really annoying. It was um, a learning experience for us all. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, understand I'm... what he was doing. See, I think I, next, time I need, next time I choose spells, I need to get a little bit more of a variety because they're either kind of like, you know, bark skin or cure wound or something, like, or they're like lightning. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing in between that's kind of like. You're <laughs> um, like he's on death's door, so I'm just going to do a fairly standard, just um... hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Erupting um... earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh I'm, trying, I'm trying to find. I think I've got like a. Where's my thing that I've got? I've got like an attack a scimitar. Yeah. I'm, just I'm really scimitar glad you, you no longer have ice knife. By the way, that makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scimitar it, away. Forces me to be a little bit of a introduce a little bit of variety. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna scimitar him. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. With a five, you unfortunately start to get a bit stiff with all the cold, and finally it managed to penetrate your muscular bulk, and it's starting to affect your swinging ability, and you whiff big time. <laughs> this, I'm still playing this like a video game, trying to like save all my big weapons for like yeah, a big I know. <laughs> can, I can you recount how many times Sean missed in a row? <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's actually a pretty well-established uh, D&D 5e strategy to save the biggest spells for later in sessions, campaigns, adventures, whatever it is. Like, it's, a, it's, it's not just you that does it. Right, okay. Yeah, of, course, of course. That makes me an advanced player. Um, Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just going to move away because I feel like... Oh, so... You just tickled him and then left him to attack us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. remember, when you move away, he, he may get an attack of opportunity on you. So if you're willing to deal with that, then feel free to move away. Um, I didn't know that, so I won't. I'm going to hold fire. Cool. Next up is the wolf's turn. It is going to roll to see if it regains its breath, which it does. So it is going to breath all over your faces. So you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Both Schmorgasborden and Asker. Milksteak wisely moved away. Oh, natural 20 <laughs> for Asker. You do a small dance around the uh, cold and manage to deflect it entirely onto Schmorgasborden, who needs to roll a d20. <laughs> you need to roll a d20? Yeah. Basically, Asuka does a Russian, <coughs> a Russian dance where you like fold your arms and kick your legs up and down, and it manages to just deflect all the cold breath onto your face. But with your natural 20, you manage to uh, slip over <laughs> and avoid taking more damage than you would otherwise. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Um, so that's... The roller coaster this session. Okay, oh, so no. you still take <laughs> 22 cold damage. <laughs> this is why you don't keep like literally roll just d20, not one d20. What am I doing? I, I totally, I totally get you don't want to use your like your ultimate skill, like uh, like any in any good. I'll anime, deal with it, Arna. Keep it for, for for the for the big badass, you know. Um. Also, Sean, in future, you need to roll uh one d20, not just d20. 
Oh, does that does that just roll D20? Does that just roll 20? I think it just rolls 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily it's not a roll that matters. Oh no, no, you're right. You're right. It yeah, is it's it's it did still roll, because I just oh, rolled man. I just rolled D four and didn't specify one and it rolled a one. I take it back. Sean, that D that natural twenty was well earned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. So it, it didn't work for me. I called fake news. You gotta go for <laughs> for, forward slash roll space D ten. There you go. Uh, yeah. Is that the end of the Oh yeah. Do, so it's just Schmorgus Borden that took the 22 cold damage. Did that get rectified? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had it down Wow, door. you're meaty as hell. How healthy are you? Down to four points. Goodness gracious, Asker, it's your turn. You see Schmorgus Borden to the right of you has basically little icicles hanging off of every part of his body. <laughs> and he's on the ground as well. <laughs> uh, I am then... I'm doing a first level magic missile because it can't miss. So hopefully it will be enough to kill the guy. We shall see. Okay, so that's um, a three. See, one, two, three. Okay, so that's 11 damage of force damage as these three darts pepper the exterior of this enormous wolf. Uh, it looks to be... It looks to so be just really pretty close to death. What was that, uh, Shmogus Borden? I just realized I was even more stupid that I still have my moonbeam down, so I could have moved again. That's true. You're still technically concentrating on it, so you no. can do that on your next turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that the end of Asker's turn? Uh, yes. And are you still Russian dancing? Hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's Milksteak's turn. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try and up it all, up, up, up it up it up a notch what do you call it kick it up a notch take yeah, yeah, yeah take it up a notch and, there and, you and go I take it yeah and, and i'll do do try and do some sort of break dance type moves to sort of incorporate the okay give me a performance or acrobatics check while uh, milk state considers his next move okay with a 16 performance you managed to do some very competent if very stiff and cold break dancing so it's kind of like you manage to hug yourself <laughs> while also doing the twirly roundy leg thing. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I can visualize that. I enjoy that. Nice. Milk steak? That was good. Okay, so if uh, Joe is performing uh, tricks, <laughs> I, I feel like I want to join in to the party. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to gonna run towards the wolf and slide on my knees while... Uh, uh, using a, a poison spray. Okay. Um, <laughs> give give me an acrobatics check to see if this has any helpful impact whatsoever. <laughs> oh yeah, with an eighteen, yeah. you manage to slide quickly enough and accurately enough that the <laughs> the pressure of the poison spray is intensified. So you can roll another d four, let's say. Kick ass, bro. Fucking yeah, killing this bitch. How do you want this wolf to meet its poisony spray -y oh, doom? Did it. Fantastic. Um, nothing special. Just, just, just collapse on, okay. the, on the snow. I'm gonna add the fact that the poison spray corrodes a lot of the exterior of its fur and hide, so it ends up looking like one of those old yellow sponges that have lots of holes and gaps. Uh, 
Oh, <laughs> it. I really wanted to skin this one as well. We really fucked him up. Yeah, I mean... You can make a survival check to see if you can salvage a contiguous pelt from the acid pockmarked creature. Oh yeah, with a 15, you manage to turn it over to its underside where the pelt is undamaged and extract a jacket's worth of good pelting. Good. Good job. Awesome. So do I need to like cure this and shit as well? Like how do, how does um, that yeah, I mean, you could technically wear it now, but it'd still be moist and fleshy. If you make a campfire, you could probably <laughs> do a rudimentary tanning job. Right. Well, probably you shouldn't be doing that here. Shall we? Uh, do, uh, how are we doing for food? Should we get like a chunk of meat so we can sort of feast on the flesh of our enemies this mm. evening as we make camp? Let, let's grab some kidneys. I'm sure Sam was a vegan GM wouldn't mind carving some kidneys out of that. Oh, yeah, is your orc vegan, Sean? Or uh, uh, smorgasbord? Um, are you vegan? It is, unless it's a case of life and death. Mm, interesting. It's, it's, yeah, he's yeah. he's very much you, based on his personality. He is atypical of an orc, or he's a half orc, so it does make sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, as a GM, I will allow all kinds of animal <laughs> murder in the fantasy realm. So, with Asker's fifteen survival check, he is able to identify the tastiest organs of the creature and store them in a hide sack that he fashioned from some of the skin of the creature. Sick. Yeah, visceral. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm slight, slightly... Coming like wild now. What are was we that? Planning so... on, are we planning on doing a rest anytime soon? If not, I've got like a cure wounds thing, but does that, does that have to be within combat if it's a spell? No, it doesn't have to be within combat. And you can all make a perception check as you finally can take stock of your surroundings on this side of the bridge. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Schmorgasborden. And, okay, so let's do... Let's do Milksteak. No, let's do Asker first. Asker, you notice up ahead on this sort of rocky pathway plateau, uh, there seems to be a crossroads up ahead, about two or three hundred meters. It seems to have cleared up the weather, so your visibility has increased somewhat. You're able to see, Milksteak, that that crossroads seems to be... Uh, there's a little village to one side of the crossroad. This is quite in the distance, like 800,000 feet ahead. Like, not really a village. It could also be an encampment. It's hard to tell. Shmogus Borden, with a natural 20, you're able to determine that not only is there an encampment on one side of this crossroads, fork in the road, there's also what appears to be a very large house on the right-hand side of the fork. There's no other word for it. It's a house. I mean, I, I like the idea of a house where, where we like can the, idea of the flesh of our enemies. Should we get rid of the the rest of the carcass just so we don't attract more wild animals? Yeah, toss it down the uh, the cavern, okay. the chasm. Okay. Yeah, let's let, let's uh, let's throw it down the chasm. Okay, with all three of you working together, you can chuck it over pretty competently. Cool. All right, so. I guess we, uh, it was, it was up, uh, this way, right? Yeah, right? yeah that's house. where the crossroads is. Okay, cool. So you head towards the house, which is the right-hand fork of the forked, 
what's it called? Fork in the road. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Cool. You travel for a little while, about 10, 15 minutes, and you arrive at the house in question. And it is unlike anything you have ever seen before. And let's sneak, let's sneak up to it. Okay. Uh, you can give me stealth checks. Because in case this is more like all these en entians and shit, then we don't want okay. him to see us. Mm. How bloody we are if they're going to discover us? Are we still covered in a wolf's blood? Um, I would say the ones of you that were close up to it would probably have a bit of blood on you, but it's not its not that bad. Actually, no, it is quite bad for Asket. The rest, the rest of you are fine. Because he literally... fucking in there, didn't I? Yeah, he did the extraction. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, this is a nice bit. You're all with a 21 for Asgar, a natural 20 for Smorgasbordin, and a 21 for Milksteak. You're all incredibly stealthy. Like, you've managed to take some offcuts from uh, Asgar's white wolf pelt and pepper it over your existing cold weather outfits to give you camouflage in the snow. Kick ass. And you notice as you're. What's up? Questions? No. Now, this is a big-ass house. It is very big-ass. And you <laughs> you know, you notice that in addition to the house being big and quite tastefully decorated with sort of Christmas holly and bushes around the outside and wreaths on windows and doors, well, only the front doors, you notice in the distance two small figures running towards this house. And now that you've taken the right fork, you notice that beyond those two figures coming towards you in the distance is a much more substantial facility, kind of similar to the one you just came from, but a little bit smaller. And there's two little creatures you would judge to be, you know, child size maybe, uh, running towards you, but you're quite well stealthed. What do you do? There's Santa's little helpers, aren't there? And there's gonna be Santa living inside. I can, I can feel it. Are we That's, doing uh, should... on Santa? Oh yeah, we're 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 gonna fuck shit up. Uh, so like these these bushes, can mm -hmm. can we kind of are they hideable in? So that based on those stealth checks, there. yes. <laughs> so let let's hide and see if we can. Uh, oh, uh, so they were child size, which is uh, when you say child, I guess you mean like a human child. Yeah. So basically, gnome and halfling sized. Perfect. We can take their clothes. Yeah, let's, let's see if we can set up an ambush. Let's uh, set up an ambush. Yeah. So where were they coming from exactly? Sorry, the west. Know. So basically the, the, the western side of the map. So yeah. from here-ish then? Um, so okay. from like this direction. Uh, sorry, I might need to zoom, zoom out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see if we can... Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to draw. Uh, if we can like move move up a little bit closer, because if they are gonna go into the house, we can't be hanging. Oh, oh I deleted myself. <laughs> I, I, That's I'm okay. trying to delete that thing I drew. Oh, I'm gone, bro. That's all right. I, I can get you back. You're right. Did I die? There. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And so let's, let's see. Hmm? What's that? Is it? Oh, I, thought, I thought there were two of me. Sorry. There were, but yeah. What's up, Aska? Now, is it possible to hide sort of on this side here before, yeah. without them seeing us? 
Yeah, totally. Cool. With your with your checks, yeah. I, I think it's fine. But I'm missing a third See? person. Are you guys just overlapping each other? Ah, oh, that'd be why. Um, so you can both be in the bush, but like separate yourself so I can actually see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, that was so. Set. okay, so we let, let get ready to to, uh, to to knock them out. Yeah, you and, you don't let, no, no blood though, no blood because we need need outfits. We need okay. clean clothes. Can, we, can we kind of just listen in first before, as they're approaching? Can we listen into the type of conversation? Just in case they're not. I, mean, I don't know why I've got to think about not attacking. Everything happened so quickly, Sean. We're attacking. We're getting them. It's it's gonna happen, bro. Um, okay, so you all three take you all three use your amazing stealth checks to hide in these tastefully Christmas decorated, presumably shrubberies at the front of this very nice multi-story house. You're on the western side of the main entrance to the house. And you see the two figures approaching, and you can hear from a distance even that they seem to be yelling to each other. He's coming! He's coming! Where so where where is it? Where where do all the items land? Is it is it in the house or is it past the house? And the other one says, It's it's past the house, but let's let's take a breather. I think I, I left some stuff in the house that we can use. Can, look, how far away is he? Uh did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was using my away from the mic technique and I wasn't sure. So you hear that conversation and then you see them and they do appear to be intense, but much smaller and much more innocent looking. And they appear to be running towards the house. Do you do any, uh, the front entrance to the house? Do you do anything? Yeah. Um, yeah. They've only done yeah, a to be intense though. Say that again. Well, we we can't really pretend to be Indians. Well, no, but they can still like like the outfit. I kind of want the outfit now when we like we rolled such a well good stealth check. I feel like we have to. It'll be rude not to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's go. I'll go on you. I'll go on the on the one that is on the west side. Okay. okay. I'll go on the on the one in the front. Okay. And you're attempting to physically restrain them. Uh, yeah. Just like them out. Just, 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 yeah. Bomb yeah. rush them. I, I, I kind of want to go in for a choke and choke him out. Not kill him, okay. obviously. I mean, I'm not a savage, but just choke him out. This isn't gently. erupting Earth or anything like that. Uh, okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel okay. like I'm, we, we're not sure if they're even breathing, like who they are. I, I, I would feel like you need a blunt force, uh, force trauma. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's only one way of finding out. It's also it's like a kid, right? So I mean, we might not screw ourselves here, but I okay, yeah, I'll punch him in the. I'll, I'll club him. I'll club him with. <laughs> hang on. Uh, okay, I have a boomerang, so I'm just gonna run up and smack him with a boomerang. Okay, so not, not you throw it, but you I, can make an attack roll with your boomerang with advantage, and so can. Uh, Milksteak make an attack if it's just holding them, then you can make an athletics check with advantage. And Schmorgus Borden, do you want to do something during this process? You can give one of them the help action if you like. Um, I feel like they don't need it. I feel like they've got it under control. Okay, you'll be yeah, you know waiting Actually, in the wings. Yeah, I'm waiting. Just, to, I'm waiting just in case anything goes down. You can. Yeah, I'm just saying it's kind of dumb that out of the three of us. Sean is the one not participating because he's the big lad who can just lift them up. <laughs> I love it though. He's like little little John in Robin Hood's Merry Man. He does the, the least amount of violence. Did we really do that? I don't. Ha there's there's not going to be any clothing in it for me. I'm too big for the for their clothing. 
Yeah, no, it's not so much about wearing their clothes. It's more about choking them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if I roll athletics with uh, advantage, uh, I can restrain them then and sort of muffle their voice and stuff. Is that what you're Yeah, uh, that, that's what you could do. But if you want to use the boomerang just as flavor, then yeah, roll an athletics check with advantage. But if you actually want to attack with the boomerang, then you would roll an attack roll with the boomerang with advantage. And uh, Milkstick can do whatever he wants to do. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll roll. Okay, 15. And 15 for Asker on the athletics check. And what does Milkstick want to do? So, so what I want to do, since I have a shield, I want to run towards him with my shield and just knock him out on the, you know, on the floor with it. <laughs> like, properly ram it. Okay. Yeah, I think that still comes under athletics, especially because shield doesn't have an attack roll. So just give me an athletics yeah. check with advantage. Ooh, okay. Uh, with a nine. Uh, so firstly, let's do Asker. Asker comes charging out of the shrubbery and just cold clocks this kid in the back of the head, just face plants it into the snow and just not moving at the moment. Doesn't even really need much more than that. Whereas uh, Milksteak does the weird choice of like yelling as he runs out, like, ah! And then the kid notices and steps out of the way and he kind of falls over and then the kid says what who are you you have to help us he's coming the designer is coming and the other guy doesn't say anything because he's face first in the snow <laughs> what do you do all right sean this is your time to shine um okay i'm gonna come along and finish him off i'm just gonna grab him by the by the, by the collar mm -hmm. <laughs> grab him by the collar and then like throw him down like a, like an undertaker choke slam face first into this into the ground next to his mate okay give me give me athletics an athletics check with advantage you you laugh like it's overkill but what asker did is basically the same yeah but i just imagine me being roughly the same size attacking this guy right and punching <laughs> yeah. him here like big fucking half orc lifting up a kid and just face slamming <laughs> around you it's actually like, see actually two, let's do... two, two modes on short either either genocidal or or peace loving it's like yeah. nothing in between i'm gonna ice knife all of your bitches you know trying to be decent and then when it doesn't go wrong it's like right that's it it's all coming out now <laughs> that's um, it so even with an 11 athletics, oh no, it's a, it's with advantage, so it's a 16. So basically, uh, uh, Borden just takes one hand and just pushes the other kid over into the snow with such force that he seems immobile. <laughs> but with that last bit of energy, you see it sort of reaches itself up out of the snow and says, the traps, uh, the traps are inside. <clears throat> and then just, they seem unconscious on the ground in the snow. No. Maybe we should have talked to them, actually. Yeah. I think we probably should have. I think, they're quite, I think they seem quite nice. It's pretty hilarious right, well, that you're in this situation now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know about the traps now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we learned a lot. But also, what do they mean uh, by that? Let's uh, let's tie them up. Uh, let's get out of here so that like, let's, let's just like move around the corner. Yeah, let's or something strip their so clothes as well, because that's what we wanted originally, no? Exactly. Yeah. So let's take their their funny little uniforms, uh, Chris. Uh, 
I'm not going to wear it yet, though. But I'll put put one in my pocket, and then we tie them up, and 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 just, like, can we can we can we walk around the corner and check over here, kind of thing, just to see, is there somewhere where we can just sit with them for a sec and decide what to do next without yeah. Yeah. without being in in the middle of the. Thing? You can make a perception check. Can we put clothes on them? Because I'm quite aware you've got like a. A naked child next to take two naked children there. <laughs> you notice that once you take off their robes that are black with gray embroidery and the swirls that you've seen all Indians wear, they're wearing basically cotton uh, Buddhist style robes underneath. So it's not like they're naked. They're just wearing like underclothes. Um, okay, with a 20 from Milksteak and a 9 from Asker, you need a perception check 2 from August Borden. Okay, 20 and a 20. So Milksteak and Smorgasbordon, as they're dragging the unconscious bodies of these two alien children into a nearby corner, <laughs> you, you notice a much larger version of the same silhouette that you saw of them on the horizon coming towards you from about the same distance. Uh, uh, maybe we should knock him out because his clothes will fit you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, let's do that. But, or, or, or do we want to... Is he the designer, then, that they were scared of? I'll say you've probably made it this far if you were dragging them towards that corner that you're aiming for, Asuka. So let's put you there. Let's... So we're in... Are we kind of in the middle of... Like, if he comes closer, he will see us kind of thing, though. If he gets a couple of hundred feet closer, he will. Mm -hmm. All right, oh, 100 feet. Okay, so it will take him a minute or two. Uh, okay. Let's hide the uh, bodies in the nearest bush, then. Yeah, I'll 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 wrap them in the uh, in in the wolf's. Uh, yeah, there is no want. time for it, Joe. No, just... just you know, so we don't. They don't need. You know, it might be a bit gross and and sort of flesh-like, but at least they will be warm. Or they we don't need to kill them yet. <laughs> okay, just to determine how quickly you guys do all this stuff before this figure arrives. Everyone roll initiative and we'll see how much you can get done in that time. Oh, it's like in, in a in a game. What? You know, when you're... Oh, did I like, pick in, my guy? Sorry, one thing at a time. You okay? Um, no, I was just saying, it's like in video games when you have a countdown timer and you like need to do stuff before the person walks into the room. Ah, know? yes, you're like, right. It is like that. Almost as if I planned it that way. It's almost like you play games every now and then. <laughs> Although, it's not as typical as it could be. Like, if I was really going for a video game situation, I'd have the door of the building be on, like, a timed lock, and you have to repel a certain number of monsters before the door will open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, waiting for the right. elevator. Um, okay, so... As 12... 18 for Schwarz. Is everyone happy with their initiative rolls being the ones they originally rolled? Yep. Cool. First thing, you see the figure in the distance, presumably the designer these two child Indians were talking about, takes 60-ish feet of distance towards you. Next up is Schmogus Borden. Okay, so what, we, we want to drag, we want to drag the, um, the children to the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you killed an orc family having Christmas dinner, and now you're disposing of the bodies of children. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Only in D and D would this happen. We'd <laughs> like to think. Yeah. Um, uh, we hope. Okay, I'm going to drag this. I'm going to drag one of them over to the to the bush to hide them. Cool. Um, I'll say it's not particularly difficult. You put their body in a bush. What this one in the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That one. I'll say they're small. You can hide both of them. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, right. Do you want to use any more movement or bonus action? That's probably like your action, probably. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, cool. Next up is... Uh, and Smorgasbord, you're still just going to stand there specifically? Okay, I'll move over here just like in the bushes. So I've got, I can nip in if I have to. Okay, give me a stealth check. Oh, no, you're you're next to the bush waiting to see if you the need to bush. hide. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ask us, Tim. Um, then uh, I will I will go over here to see if I can hide like there so we can sort of get a several pronged opportunity of attack. Mm-hmm. Give me a stealth check. Dum 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 bum 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 bum. Oh yeah, Decent. with an eighteen, your lithe diminutive gnome form seamlessly melds with the brambles around you. Uh, is there oh, anything else? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. All right. But, okay, so seriously, so... a lot of natural 20s. Has anyone noticed that? Uh, sorry, finish yeah, your yeah. turn. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, we, start, we started rolling quite badly, but n- now we yeah. roll like 18 and 20 and natural 20s, and it's just yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah. The tides of fate okay, so, turning. So, so what is the plan then? Are we, are we knocking him out? And then talking? Uh, say wanna... say it in character because it'll be funnier because you have to basically stage whisper 20 feet away while hiding in a bush. Like, what's the plan? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, do you want me to say it again? Because I don't remember what I said. No, no, you can just say it for the next thing because I think it'll be funnier. Yeah, yeah. okay, from now on. Guys? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be hiding in a, in a bush. <laughs> Cool, calm, and collected milk steak. I'll be no hiding in a bush. No, no one wants to answer. Come on. I asked you a question, guys. Come on. Oh, what, 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 well, what, we, we don't really know yet. So we're I just think... going to wing it. Yeah, I, let's I, see I, what he's going to do. Like, are, he's are, just going to past. He's not going to yeah. do anything. <laughs> we need to I decide think... what, if we're attacking or not. Just fuck him up. <laughs> okay, so we are I'm going to stay out of the bush. You are both in the bush. When he approaches, I'm going to try and talk to him. And if he if he messes around, if he if I feel like he's getting a bit, you know, then you just jump out and attack him. What's the what's the code word? I'll I'll just do this. Wait, wait is that is that that's like a right wing sign, isn't it? Um, what's a hand sign that's not right wing? Uh, <laughs> that two fingers peace. That's not a word. <laughs> you could just use the word peace if you wanted to. Peace! Yes, do that, and then, then, then we attack. Okay. Peace. And then you do that. But you've got, to, you've got to surprise him, so I'm just going to do a hand gesture. I'm going to be like, whoa, man, peace to the guy. And that's your cue to join him out. Okay. Cool. So uh, go on, ask him. Not, like, he should probably like not sit in the bushes now. Then he shouldn't see you coming out of the bushes because that would be weird. Technically, Schmogsborden is beside the bush, standing casually. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm not in the bush. I made that mistake. And, uh... He's he's in the he's in the square beside the bush. We just dis- we discussed it, and we we ended up with that as his location. 
Um, cool. Is that the end of Asko's turn? Yeah. Milkstake's turn. I'll just continue hiding in a bush. You're going to continue the hiding in a bush that you've been doing? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you did go out to attack the children, so you need to make another stealth check. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you hadn't attacked the children, you could keep your same stealth check. But again, attacking the children. Uh, okay. <laughs> 16. All right. So I want you to... I just felt like emphasizing that point. Um, Milkstein, could you please please remember the number 16 as your stealth check? Because I might need to reference it later. And Asga, please remember the number 18. Because again, we might need to roll against it if someone is noticing you or not. Is that the end cool. of what Milkstake would like to do? Yeah. Okay. And you seem to be taking like a wait and see how this character behaves type approach. Yeah. Cool. That's correct. Next up, you see this guy takes another 60-ish feet of distance closer and you can start to see distinctly that he or she is definitely taller than the children and they seem like they're going to arrive on their next turn and they appear to be wearing the same robes as the Intians. Next up is Shmorkus Borden. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stand next to the bush, looking rather suspicious. Okay. Maybe, maybe stand closer to the entrance, or not next to me. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, if I get to get yeah yeah yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be over here. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be leaning against this statue. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Give me a performance check to see how much acting natural you're doing. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Well, we'll see, won't we? It takes ages. Look at the toy. You click perform. Oh, there you go. With a three, you manage to lean against it, but it gets really cold because it's a stone statue and you have to take your hand off and go, <laughs> and it doesn't look so natural as it could. But, you know, you're standing there. Next up is yeah. Asuka's turn. You can just do nothing or wait with your action if you want to. Yeah, I'll do this cool meditational thing where I just sit, like, with my hands in a, in a way as if I'm gathering my mental strength while all I really am doing is just listening. But it looks you can cool. also, I mean, it's not really necessary because you're hiding but you can also take the dodge action which means that you use your action to make yourself more difficult to hit if a fight were to break out for that next turn until your next turn which means that anyone that tried to strike you would have disadvantage i'll i'll take a dodge action cool next up is milkstake's turn i'll take a dodge action as well cool um you can do that as well shmogus borden but i think that's not really I mean, you're you're kind of trying to engage on a conversational level, so it wouldn't really make yeah. as much sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You see this figure enter the frame, and they look like this. Ooh, that's not an Indian. It appears like to be. It appears to be an Indian of a different age or persuasion or species than the Indians you've seen before. You can make a insight check if you want to determine why this one looks different okay Asuka rolls a 15 Schmogus Borden an 8 on insight I, I don't care okay he's not concerned he just <laughs> wants to know whether he needs to murder it or not um, Asuka you determine that this creature is more physically 
strong than the other Intians you've seen. It's almost like a a species of this race that is just a more physical being. Whereas the other ones you've seen are kind of thin. Their craniums are a little bit more expanded. Like they, they focus more on intellectual pursuits. Whereas this one seems to be kind of a little bit more of the physical persuasion. Mm. Cool. So it is going to make okay. a... Sorry, someone wanted to say something? No, just agreeing. Someone... Uh, sorry, <clears throat> this creature is going to make a perception check. And with a 12, it fails to notice the asker or milk steak, or actually, who hid them? That'll be Borden. I'll say. Give me a survival check with advantage, Borden, because you kind of had all the time in the world to hide the bodies. And it was you that hid the children's bodies, right? Yeah, let's not yeah. call them the bodies. This is calling the children. Okay, the children. The anyone. unconscious children. Uh, so give me a survival <laughs> check. Sorry. You're not, you're not murdered. Do it twice, yeah? Uh, survival with advantage, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, with a 10, the, 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 this large Intian <laughs> turns and sees the bodies of these two children and basically just grabs them by their loin cloths and proceeds to drag them back in this direction, not really paying attention to Schmorgisborden at all. And next up is Schmorgisborden's turn. I don't know, Kelly, what do I do now? Basically, this large guy is dragging these two bodies of these children in the snow by their, like, collars. Right. Shall we? Oh, shall so we? They're heading. They're heading away from us, right? So should we just go into the building and, and face the traps? Or, or, or we follow him and see what the fuck is going on? Because this, yeah. this, this, I, ha I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. So we will. We'll... <laughs> I love how you just like we set this whole thing up, and the bad guy walks up, takes the children, and leaves. You're like, all right, <laughs> and you want to fuck off that way. <laughs> I love that. I think that's brilliant. I, okay. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that though. Okay. Okay. Let Let's just follow at a safe distance, so you can't <laughs> sneak behind him. You're attempting I mean, to follow, yeah. Schmogspod. Yeah, we'll follow. We'll attempt to follow and not be not be. Okay. You can make a stealth check. The checks this evening have been either dreadful mm -hmm. or incredible. In dreadful. <laughs> or dreadable okay yeah. with a 18 you feel quite stealthy as you gently crunch through the snow like this and is that the end of your turn oh you can probably use your movement to go what like there yeah okay next up is Asker's turn you're hidden in a bush uh, and he the, he's literally just right there isn't he mm-hmm about five feet away. <laughs> you well, are not for look. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until he's passed passed me by, and then follow at whatever distance I think is safe based on how stealthy I am. Okay, you could hold a dash action to use your movement uh, once he's taken his turn. Yes, uh, that's that's what I did. Cool. Milk takes turn. Uh, I'm just gonna move one bush closer. Nice. Okay. You have a slightly better vantage point than before. Um, <laughs> next up, the 
designer, you presume, is going to use their movement to start heading uh, sort of northwest. And I'll say, based on how close you are, you can tell that he's moving in this direction. That's the end of his turn. Smorgasbord's turn. Uh, I'll do the same again. I'll sneak up behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, your stealth check still counts. That's fine. Anything else you okay. want to do with your turn? No, just creep along like a, like a Scooby-Doo. -dum -ba -dum -ba -dum. Oh, also, yeah, you can move to there. I feel like this needs like Pink Panther music. Da -dum -ba -dum. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> ask his turn. He has moved. Oh, so that means your action triggers. So before Smorgasbord moves, technically Asker can use their movement. And technically, I suppose they would um, probably move more like there. Because they, they're restricted by carrying two bodies, so they can't use their full movement. But they can still probably move further than I moved them. There you go. So, is there is there anything here? Because the, the map ends. Or is, or it's just, it's just snow. Like, it's a snowy expanse between this house and the facility slightly smaller than the one you came from. Alright. I'll, 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 okay. So... Can I can I sneak to the, like here or like? I mean, yeah, with oh, a, well. I mean that would be inside the house where you currently are. Oh, because I can't really see what that is. That's why. I'm, it's like can, the can wall I... of the house. All right. Well, I'm just gonna keep sneaking behind him like that then. Okay. Uh, give me a stealth check because you're very close. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, maybe not that close. Like here. I mean, yeah. Either way, it's a it's a stealth check. It just depends yeah, what yeah. DC it is in my head. Okay, with a 12, uh, you notice the designer's head sort of like cocks to the side like he's listening for something, but he keeps walking. You also notice that two of the two children that he's carrying, the one that you initially knocked over first, starts stirring and like twitching in this <laughs> designer's grasp. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn before it ends? Uh, <clears throat> no. Okay, Milkstake's turn. Um... I'm gonna step out of the bushes and I'm just gonna look around. Can can I see anyone like at home? Can I see anyone through the windows? Is it? Well, you've moved away from the windows in order to. Oh, you're just looking around all the windows simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, just looking. Give, okay, around. give me a perception check. Okay, 16. With a 16 perception, you are confident that none of the windows seem to be occupied by humanoids, animals nor do you notice movement of any kind. Hmm. The windows do appear to be lit, though. It seems to be a well-lit abode. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll try to follow it as well, then continuing my... Just gonna move to this bush over here. Okay, give me, a, give me a stealth check. I feel like the world's internet is slower during the pandemic. Oh, natural 20. You move silently. In fact, it sounds like this. Because I said it was silent. Um, and you also notice that the child on the left that you and Schmogus Borden knocked over is starting to stir in the grasp of this larger creature. Uh-oh. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, is that the end of Milkstake's yes. turn? Okay, yes. on the designer's turn, he continues to move forward, but the two children suddenly wake up and go, He's got us! We gotta go! We gotta go! And they are gonna try to run away. 
Come on, internet. Let's go a little bit faster. What's awful man doing to these children? <laughs> excellent, excellent question. Um, I feel like I'm in no position to say that. Though. <laughs> okay, one of them. Okay, so one of them. Oof. One of them just struggles incompetently, probably still a little bit concussed, and the other one also struggles a little bit more valiantly. But the larger creature manages to hold onto their grip, and they walk further. Cool. That is the end of the designer's turn, Borden. You notice this large creature dragging these two smaller children creatures through the snow slowly. What would you like to do? Okay, we can't keep following just like this indefinitely, can we? We've got. To, we've, I think we've got to like maybe. It's pretty hilarious so far. It has worked so far. I mean, what do you what do you think? Are we just going to? I don't know about worked. Like it's just point? it's just hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> um, we could we could either just keep on going, or we could like save the children and attack him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think? That Are you intrigued? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I kind of want to know. Yeah, where yeah. let's fuck him up. Yeah. It's just we're next to the house. It might just be full of more of them. Should we just follow again then? One more round of following and see what next, next, see what happens. Well, the kids were trying to run into the house away from him, so... Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, okay. let's attack him. Saying about the traps. And then we'll right. just convince the kids that we didn't... We, 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 all we saw was someone knocking them out and then he was dragging them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, it, so it then they'll tell us about the traps. They'll tell us about the trap. Yeah. Okay, so remind okay. me of t what's the plan as a result of this conversation? So I think we're going to... Yeah, basically. So I'm going to come around here. Mm -hmm. um, have I got anything I can attack him with from a distance that won't also attack the children? Bows, crossbows, javelins, that sort of thing. Spells. Yeah. That moonbeam. <laughs> the moonbeam oh, uh, is a five feet radius. That's one square, right? So if I yeah. attack his square, precise it won't as get hell. Else. Yeah, it's it's yeah. arguably less likely to cause collateral damage than ice knife. <laughs> arguably, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you want to use that, I'm gonna moonbeam him again. Go for it. Except I'm gonna do it at level two. Ooh. Okay, so they need to make a constitution saving throw. Which, with a 20, he manages to make. So he takes half damage, right? Yeah. So cast at level 2 is its normal level, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so he takes 4 radiant damage as this beam suddenly concentrates its moony energy on him and he twitches and turns his neck to look back at you in slight irritation. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. Cool. I'm going to put this blue dot to remind you that you're concentrating. So if you take damage, we need to make a concentration check. Okay. Cool. Asgur's turn. You've seen this moonbeam right. erupt from Shmogus Borden's orky hand. Uh, then I will... Ooh, okay. Yeah, so I will I will jump out uh, from the... Hang on. Uh, like, ha-ha! And then I'll point at him and say... Unhand those children! And then I'll cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp on it. Ooh, give me the text. I'm excited. Um, uh, it has a range of 
30 feet and an affected area of 5 feet. It needs to make a strength save. Okay. 5 foot unoccupied space. Medium hand made from soil rises from there and reaches the creature you can see within 5 feet of it. One creature. The target must make a strength saving throw. Uh, strength. Okay. Against DC 14. They mm. fail. Uh, did you see that it failed? How did you know that it failed? I could see the thing. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, then uh, I couldn't tell whether I was whispering the roll or not. Um, oh. Compacted soil. The target must make blah, blah, blah. 2d6 bludgeoning damage, which you've already done. Why is there another 2d6? Did you cast it at a higher level? Uh, no, just second, which is the basic level. I don't know okay. why this is. Sorry, I'm just reading it. On a failed save, the target takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage and is restrained for the spell's duration. As an action, you can cause the hand to crush. The... Okay, so on subsequent turns, you can get it to take the additional damage. Oh, I it takes... see. Okay, so it's basically just telling you you can repeat it later. So it takes 9 bludgeoning damage. Noise. And, and he's restrained, yo. Yeah, and I will tell you what that involves. Yeah, that's a good one. What was that? That's a, a good guy. Yeah, it's a great spell. Mm. Okay, so restraint basically means the creature's speed becomes zero and they can't benefit from any bonus to their speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage and the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So it's easier for you to hit them and it's harder for them to hit you as well as being wow. unable to move. So cool. it's dope. And I'm just going to draw a little symbol here to remind me that that's there. Cool. Nice, Asker. So it's, imagine an earthen hand erupting from the ground that has like snow caps on top of it. So it's like earth underneath, but snow on the top. Mm. Is that the end of Asker's turn? Tis. Cool. And the children obviously become free because this creature holding them is now restrained. Milkstake's turn. Oh, now we're gonna hate me. Are you gonna kill the children? Just uh, just before that, um, I want to let you know what happens. Can I once use one new spell that I never used it before? Oh, I'm really looking forward to this spell, but I want to let I want to let you know what happens. Basically, as the guy gets restrained by the earthen hand, the children get free and they go, "Oh my gosh! Thank you, mysterious wizard!" And now you can have your turn. Yes. You're gonna conjure animals. How does this uh, work? So basically, depending on what challenge rating you use summoning so you can either have one beast challenge rating two or lower so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna eight base of <laughs> nice. challenge rating uh a quarter and it's gonna be a um a panther so it's gonna be eight panthers panther. during the game <laughs> so you said panther yep yeah do they have a challenge rating yeah. quarter yep Really? All right, I can give you those icons. Just give me a sec so that I can, because I I have access to them. So I just want to. I just want to make sure. That, yeah, they have a challenge rating a quarter. All right, so this is how this is gonna work. Um, <laughs> where do you summon them? But on your side, between you and it, or on their side? In between, so four here and four here. Okay. Um, what's the range on the spell? Uh, Sixty feet. Okay. Yeah, that looks good. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna put these here. Then I'm going to copy them and I'll paste them on the other side. And then I'm pretty sure I can give you control of these. Yeah. So that it will just mean that you can do it yourself. 
Um, uh, so uh, technically, yeah. all eight of them should have their independent roles as well. Like uh, is that what it says in the thing? That, but... Yeah. Uh, each uh, each piece is also considered thing, and it disappears when it drops to zero. Summon creatures unfriendly to you and your companions. Roll initiative for summon creatures uh, as a group. Just, oh, as a group. As a group, okay. yeah. So we can do that. That's Perfect. not too difficult. Um, I'm just going to, like, logistically, I've got to figure out how to make this work. Because it, <laughs> like, it doesn't look like I can give you control, so I'll just have to do it for you. Basically, yeah, they have fine. a bite attack and a claw attack. And yeah. they have a pounce attack. You have those details in front of you, right? So you know what to say. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, in that case, I will add them to the initiative order. Thusly, it's quite a, an epic spell to cast on one dude. I like <laughs> it's it. it's kind of cool. All right, so that's gonna be Milkstake's turn. So therefore, let's move to Milkstake's turn. Yeah. So wow. ideally, they're all gonna pounce on him. But this happens. This takes your action to do. So they can't. You're gonna tell them to pounce on it their turn, which is next. But they don't do that now. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. And in order to pounce, they have to run. Oh, yeah. I think twenty feet. So some of them yeah, will be so able they, to do yeah, it. Four, four squares away. Okay, cool. So it's restrained. Yeah. So these oh, guys okay. have advantage on their attack. And you're all you're going to ask all of them to attack the same dude? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that means uh, that one and can't. It's going to be choreographed. So the ones that are attacking uh, is going to be attacking and moving downwards. And the ones from currently down is going to be attacking and moving up. So... So the ones on the south side are going to head towards the north side and the ones on the north side yeah. are going to head towards yeah. the south side. Okay. So of yeah. the eight, four of them can do a pounce attack from their current position because they're the sufficient distance yeah. away. The other four can do either claw or bite. Do you know which one you want them to do? Um, yeah, so so first two cannot do the pounce, only the all the bottom Back two. two from both sides. Yeah. yeah, but you want the ones that aren't pouncing to just do what attack, bite or claw? Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's gonna be melee weapon plus four. I'm gonna do the bites. Cool. All right. So, oh, you can do the bite too. All right, that's great. So that means 15. All right, let me get my sheet up. That misses, as you see, as the first one runs towards this restraint. Oh, it has advantage, so roll again. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it misses as this one runs up and you hear a loud clank as the jaws of the panther impact probably metal plate. Now you're rolling for the second creature as well, which misses twice as it too tries to... I mean, I don't really have enough map, so I'm just going to put this one over here. And then you can do another two... Sorry, four bite attacks, please. <laughs> so I've done four now. Uh, well, yeah, but each one is with advantage, so you need to do four more. Oh, I see, okay. Fucking hell. Okay, so that one misses, and then you've done, you need, you're missing, you're missing one. I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, it's hard for me to tell. No, there's, there's eight. Okay, okay, 14th, that one misses as well. Um, so, uh, so that's just, okay, so then we just have the pounce ones left, and those pounces have to be claw attacks. So now give me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight claw attacks. Yeah, you're regretting the summoning now, aren't you? <laughs> Look how much clicking you need to do. So give me eight claw attacks. 
Yeah, so take responsibility. Have you hit anything yet? Nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, two more. Okay, cool. So, uh, oh wow, okay. So, first one hits. Uh, third one hits. Oh, fuck, this is complicated. All right, can someone they, count this they, for me? They, I, so, I'm pretty sure they all hit. Well, no, the, the AC is 18, right? So, the first one is advantage. So, you only count the first two as one. So, the 21 hits. So that's one. Then the 14 and 17 miss. Then the 23 and 11 right. hit. So that's two hits. Then the 21. So that's yeah. three hits. So three out of four hit. So now you need to roll. I can do it if you like. Do you have the damage there for the claw attacks? Uh, is uh, one d4 plus two. Okay. It's so do on the things, though, isn't it? On the roll. Oh, does it? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, but let's just do it. Oh yeah, you should say yeah. Okay, but I, uh, okay, so that means, so that's three plus six plus three is nine, 12, right? 12 slashing damage. Yeah. Okay, so this right. guy takes 12 slashing damage as the look of complete so confusion <laughs> takes over his face. And then he needs to make three strength saving throws or be knocked prone. If the target is prone, the panther can make... Uh, okay, cool. So three strength saving throws for this guy. So that means he needs to make strength save against what DC? I think it's DC 12 for a panther. 12 for a panther. Okay, uh, so the first one makes it. Uh, the second one fails. Third one succeeds. So that means that you get to make one additional bite attack. So now make another bite attack with advantage. Nice. Okay, so that hits for eight. eight piercing damage. Wow, nice. Okay, so that means... Okay, this thing has panthers surrounding it, and the children look terrified. Uh, it is now the designer's turn. So he is going to try to get out of this... Actually, no, he is not going to try. He is going to suddenly disappear... 5, 10, 15, 20. But he's restrained, yo. Yeah, but you, I'll explain in a sec. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And he appears there in a puff of smoke that disappears at his location and appears at his new location. And uh, Schmorgus Borden and Milkstake can make arcana checks to determine how he did that, just so we can answer Yuka's question. And then, I believe <laughs> that's action... I feel like I don't know how he did that. <laughs> I feel like you don't either. But then uh, Schmorgus Borden says, Oh, uh, he he used uh, Misty Step. Blink. He basically teleported over a short range. Got that. Uh. So obviously that doesn't affect him being restrained. But then he stands there looking menacing and comes right up to you and says, Leave us alone. And then he says, <coughs> Alone. <laughs> and that is Schmorgus Borden's turn. Uh, well, I've still got my moon beam, haven't I? So I'm going to do that again. Go for it. So that means uh, you just move the beam and he needs to make another constitution saving throw, right? Yeah. Cool. Whoa, natural 20. He resists, so he takes half of the 2d10, I think it is, right? Uh, yeah. So can you roll those 2d10? 
Oh, there. So 15, half of 15 is 7. So he takes 7 moonbeam damage and he kind of twitches in discomfort. And is that the end of your turn? Um, I might go and hide amongst the panthers. Okay. You will get an attack of opportunity, remember. He will if I, if I run. Yeah, but he might miss. But I'm just saying he'll get the opportunity to do so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to run. Okay. Uh, you see he takes out a huge silver greatsword and strikes at you for a 27. And Ugh. he is going to do... 12 slashing damage. Oh, wait. Someone's dead. Wait for that. Uh, then it's going to be... And as the slash bites into you, you feel in your mind a dissenting voice and you take nine psychic damage. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, so that's, what, 21 damage in total? I've got four hit points, so... Uh... Oh, so you're dead, like, ages ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that means your body died roughly there. And you're unconscious on the ground, so you'll need to make death saving throws in a moment. Uh, okay. So you see your friend cut down. Asker, what is your turn going to be? Oh. Um... It doesn't feel like he's uh, he's very faced by our attacks. Does he get an attack opportunity on me as well if I'm standing there? Does that? Yes, count? he would. Yes. Kind of don't want him to. <laughs> no, that. Kind of don't want him to. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more badass than we get credit. Do the attack of opportunity if he's restrained. He's not restrained. He's no longer restrained because he teleported away from it. Oh, okay. But uh, the hand uh, is still there, so I'm just going to move it to him where he stands now instead then. Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, but does the spell... Let, let, can you paste the spell again for me so I can read it? And you're also concentrating, so we need to remember it in case he hits you. Okay. Private so occupied. Reaches. Target must make. Strength. Bludgeoning. To break out. Uh, it can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. Oh, strength check. On a success, the target escapes. You can cause the hand to reach for a different creature or to move to a different unoccupied space within range. The hand releases the target. Okay, so your range, you can move the hand there, but it takes an action to move it. It would then take another action to use it. You see how it says, as an action, you can have the hand reach for a different creature or move to a different unoccupied space. So basically that would mean you can move your thing... Basically, uh, oh, to right next to it, kind of. Thing. Yeah. So then, as soon as you get the opportunity, you could grab him with it. Hmm. I'll just cast it again then. <laughs> you could also do that. <laughs> um, in that case, cool. You cast it, and uh, it has to be unoccupied space. So you're going to choose there, and it needs to make a strength save. Oh, it fails again taking 10 bludgeoning damage <laughs> as it constricts him, causing him to be restrained. Um, that the end of your turn? Uh, now I move to into the, the, the pack of panthers. Or, or can I can I help? If I start, if I let, let's say I go here. Can I help Sean, like, with his death saving throw stuff with anyway? You can try like... to give him a health potion, heal him, or do all kinds of things. Yes, you've got many options. 
Uh, I don't really have any healing spells or anything. I don't Do you have think a health I have more. No, not anymore. I think. Let me check. Oof, he's in dire straits. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh no, I do. I have a. Oh no, I just have a, a pendant. I'm, I'm immune to disease. <laughs> uh, so he won't get yeah. pneumonia as he's lying in the snow, yeah. dead or unconscious. <laughs> uh, I, I also have a portable hole that I might might need to use in a minute. Nice, nice. Uh, but no, not no, 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 not nothing else. So I guess I'll, I'll move up, like here, kind of thing. I'll move up. I'll, I'll run up to the children. Okay. They see you and say, "Thank you, wizard. You freed us. Ah, oh, we've got to get into the house. That's where all our stuff is. We planned for this. We knew the designer was going to try and chase us, and we prepared all this stuff." And that's what they say. Fuck. <laughs> This is what I say. We kind of messed this up. All right. It's well, pretty funny, uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Milkstake's turn. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn myself into a uh, a giant <laughs> constrictor snake. Nice. This is wild Sweet. shape, right? Yeah. And now you can do it as a bonus action, so that means you can attack when you wild shape. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to constrict him even more. <laughs> You're gonna take an already restrained creature and try to double restrain him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how does constrict work? Uh, so one second, I'll paste it. That would be very helpful. Thank you. Okay, uh, plus six for creature, bludgeoning damage, the target is grappled, escape DC until this grapple ends, the creature is restrained, grappled, and the snake DC can't 16. constrict another creature. Okay, so with 16, you slither over with your thick snaky body and try to get a purchase on this large, intient creature that is already being grasped by an earthen snowy hand, and the coils of your snaky body are unable to get purchase past the thick fingers of the earth hand. So you manage to just sort of like crush the overall thing that's already being crushed, but nothing additional happens. It's like once a towel is wet, it's wet. You can't really make it more wet. And uh, you're just sort of like resting there decoratively like a Britney Spears music video. Well, no, because you were unable to hit with your constriction. Uh -huh. Uh, sorry, you can well, I constrict a... the hand that it holds him, so it constricts him. Well, I mean, I'm you know. giving flavor text, but basically you were unable to hit with your attack. You needed a higher, okay. num higher number. And my explanation of that is because the hand yeah. is already doing it, the yeah. hand is basically protecting him from your damage with its own damage. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you you scream across the snowy landscape. You should just like roll up and, and become like the poo emoji on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Like it might just be me. Okay. Next up. I assume that's the end of Milkstake's turn. <laughs> yeah. What? What did I miss? No, it's like, let's, let's just move on. No one thought my idea was like. No, I mean, I, I think it's great, but he didn't do it. So I can't really laugh at it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is the eight panthers. 
<laughs> I, I, I feel like I, uh, I, I smell the name of uh, this episode. <laughs> Eight Panthers? Yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree. What would you like them to do? I mean, he's restrained, so... Um, so all of them got tried to pounce. Is it possible? Yeah. No, all just one. Are... That's ten. That's one, two, three, four. Okay, all of them except oh. one can do it. Yeah. Like, oh dear. I'm sorry, so that means guys. they need to hit with a particular kind of attack to do it. Claw attack, basically. So they all need to do claw attacks. And if the ones that hit, so they can all roll with advantage. And the ones that hit can try oh, to do okay. the extra stuff. So, so roll 14... 14 claw attacks. So that means... Okay, so the first one definitely hits, dealing 8 slashing damage. And then the next one definitely hits, dealing 6. So 8, 6, uh, and then nothing, and then 4. Uh, yeah, and then 6, 5, and then nothing. Uh, cool, so that's 16... 21, 29. Wow, nice. Nice. <laughs> and therefore, he needs to make three, four, five strength saving throws. So that's going to be uh, against 12. So fail, 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 and a success. So four bite attacks you need to roll now. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of panthers going crazy. Six, six, one, two. I think that's enough. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's perfect. So miss, hit for four, and hit for seven. So eleven overall bite damage. This thing, this guy looks bloodied as hell, like blood all over his face, and he's just looking at you like you've interfered with the wrong designer. Um, and that's the end of the Panther's turn. Now it's the designer's turn. And he is going to disappear and does not reappear. Yeah. And we are out of yeah. combat. You see, it's different than the previous spell. Uh, you can all make arcana checks to determine how different. Not me, though. I'm dead. Oh yeah, except for that, that that you it hadn't been your turn yet, had it, dude? No. Okay, so we'll deal with that in a sec. Uh, Milksteak with an eight is unable to determine the nature of this arcane spell, whereas Milksteak is it understands the nature of these things and seems to notice that it's not the same as the previous short range teleportation that had smoke. This seems like a turning of a three D object that then disappears and is no longer three D, like. He almost turned in space. That's the only way you can describe it. And Schmorgasborn needs to make a death saving throw. So just roll a d20 for me with nothing. Okay, with a six, that's one failed death saving throw. So if you have three failed death saving throws, then you die. But we're out of yeah. combat now, so you can help him if you want. Yeah, I'll cast a cure wounds. Okay, you have five hit points and you come back to life. <gasps> no longer doing death saving throws and you're on the ground cold and lightly dead but alive now <laughs> and you see the children sorry what was that how do i come out oh do i click in and press five healing then 
Yeah, exactly. The children come running over to you and say, well, they come running over to Milksteak and Spork is born, whereas one stays with Asgar, holding on to Asgar's ropes, being like, thank you, thank you. I can't believe you got him to run away. We, we were gonna, we, you should have gone inside. We had all this oh, stuff. <laughs> we prepared for months to try and escape and we, we found this house and there's this place nearby this house that all this stuff just appears every few weeks or every few days and we've been, oh, we had so many traps. They were traps for him. And that is where we're gonna end the session. <laughs> uh, we spent an hour, an hour ago we could have just gone in that house and it would have avoided all that. So funny. Well, I like that, that was good. Or, or if we would have snuck in before the kids and just set off all the traps, that would have been great as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel true. like yeah. under the circumstances, we did pretty fairly well because we didn't die. Well, I oh. died, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very I impressive. Died. I died a bit. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed all the Panthers. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that, was, that was really funny. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at thewronghandspodcast at gmail.com. So T-H-E-W-R-O-N-G-H-A-N-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com.